That rem- yeah. takes me back to working in a kitchen I was a part of for a long time, or a long time ago. And uh, I worked with a fella who was in a band, and he would put this song on every time he got control of the music box. You know, everyone would switch kind of a, you know, it was a hierarchy in a kitchen. You got your music box and you got the cable and whoever is like in charge or the highest player, let's say, you get to hook up your phone or device and play the music, right? Yeah. He, when he, when this guy would get control, he would always play that song. Every time. It's a good tune. And he would sing harmony with it. Fantastically, I might add. And so I'd be like, you know, we'd be rocking out some food, cooking the line, and he was singing harmony to, uh, you know, to some jams. Not just that song, all the songs. Good singer. I thoroughly enjoyed those times. Nice. Yeah, man, right? Glad I could bring that back for you. You know, it was a trip down memory lane, man. (laughs) And it's good to think about good times when we are experiencing what's going on now, Mike. Dude, you want to hear what's going on here? I can't wait, dude. Dude, catastrophe of a lifetime. Oh! Had a long day. I was starving. I come home. I see a, a little pan of lasagna, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's ready to go in the oven. Dude, all you got to do is just turn on the oven. Good to go, right? That's right. So I turn on the oven to preheat it. I go to take a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, man. What's up? Of course. Of course. (laughs) I go take a shit. Go smoke a ball. All of a sudden, I smell it. Plastic burning. Oh, my God. God. What what was in the oven? I I never checked the oven. I I have a bad habit of just turning it on. Oh, no. Because I don't think you should keep anything in the oven, right? Well, you're not a cook. You're not familiar with <laughs> I how, guess. how things operate in the kitchen. It's known as 1970s Parmesan cheese grater. <laughs> <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about. Yes. it's Because a... you've seen it your whole life. It's red. Yes, it's the contraption, it's the, right? Yeah. Yeah, the little handle that like sucks it to the table. That's right. Wow. And, uh, it's just melted. And I'm like, fuck, I feel so bad. This is a 50-year-old fucking cheese grater. She's been trying for like 10 years to replace it. She buys countless cheese graters. None of them could come close. <laughs> and they're from all over the world. China, India. This one was made in Lithuania. Oh, man. You know, German. You think the Germans would nail it? No. Nope. Yeah. Wow. So then I tell her, then I tell her, like, I'm gonna find you. What I'm gonna find you. What? Then she drops the fucking bombshell on me. Her dad brought it from Italy in like 1972 for her. Wow. Oh. <laughs> What's this thing doing in the oven? She cleaned it, so she put it in there to dry. No way, dude. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. But her dad, who, who's obviously long gone. That's right. By like 20 years. Quite some you know. time, yeah. Uh, 
Wow. Yeah. It brought that back from Italy in 1972. And now it's uh, melted. And, and it lasted 50 years <laughs> until his great-grandson melted it in an oven. <laughs> it's quite the journey. I lived a good life. I mean, I, my point is, is you know, it cost you five five lira or whatever the fuck That's you guys right. were using back then, yeah. right? Oh yeah, which means it was like forty cents, and you used it for fifty years. I think you got your money's worth. Definitely. I don't think I could ever replace the sentimental value. That's gone. Yeah, <laughs> long, long gone. Hard to get back. Uh. There is an element here where, uh, you know, they don't quite make them like they used to. Right. And because that thing was like mostly plastic. How did that plastic last this long? Everything right? from the 70s and 80s, for some reason, maybe the 70s mostly. I feel like 80s is when we kind of plasticized everything. But before that, things were made to last. Man, they were built sturdy and hardy. Even gizmos and gadgets. Yeah. Yeah, you ever watch Pawn Stars? Or Pawn Shot? What's that, what's that show? I believe it's Pawn Stars, and I uh, haven't caught an episode in quite some time, but I'm very familiar, and I, I do love the show. I think it's very entertaining. Oh, yeah, I haven't watched it in a long time. Yeah. It's too old now, but it's too, like, scripted and shit now, but... It's an absolute uh, classic. It was good. Like you see, like sometimes they bring in the old ass toys. It's like a, it's like a metal toy from nineteen twenties. You know, it's like a car, like an actual Iron Man, yeah. <laughs> right? Made of lead because it's like nineteen forty five. Lead and mercury. Oh, the inside good. is filled with asbestos. See, <laughs> the, the glow of the dark parts. We just coated that in radium. There's no big deal. Fun for all ages. <laughs> That's great stuff. You know it too, man. They, you're right, dude. Even cars like like Hot Wheels made back then are like still in great shape now, and like now. Oh, they've been chewed on by dogs of like <laughs> yeah. thirty generations. They're still good. Even jeans, old jeans last longer than like now. The jeans I buy, and I, you know, I go and buy some nice jeans. You know, they they're good for a year, maybe, and then they you get some holes in the usual suspect places. Oh yeah, dude, what happened to boots, dude? Did the cows? What happened to the cow? It's not the same leather. Or what's going on here? Because these boots just do not last. They're using the new Impossible leather, actually. It's made with soy byproducts. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with this. It's great stuff. Brought to you also by... Uh, it's, I think the World what Economic Forum they, sells it. What they do is they skin the Impossible animal. <laughs> the high is now making Impossible boots, and the meat goes to the Impossible meat. You, see, you know, I imagine the Impossible factory, it's like a, a giant Play-Doh <laughs> machine with the contraption, and then they push the Impossible goo Play-Doh through, like, in a, a cow, a formulated cow comes out, and then they slice that cow. All right? See? <laughs> 
<laughs> the Impossible Factory. The Impossible Factory. <laughs> How is that not a movie yet? Well, I want to go check out the Impossible Factory. Where are they making this crazy shit that they were peddling so hard? I assume about they have uh, like those little guys, like in Willy Wonka. But they're, not as, they're not as nice. No, and they're extremely malnourished, like very thin, <laughs> terrible bone structure. Droopy. <laughs> they all sing out of tone and off key. It's really, it's very unsettling. <laughs> the one over there is just nodding off. Is he on heroin? What's going on? Can we get some sunshine in here? Like a little vitamin D, anything? Come on. <laughs> The impossible factory. (laughs) The impossible part is you walk out alive. (laughs) That's right. The Willy Wonka there is obviously Bill Gates, right? It's got to be. He's got to be the dude. Hey, you know what, Frank? I'm starting to think, man, maybe we were wrong. Maybe it's not the COVID vaccines. This uptick in heart attacks and strokes came right around the time the impossible burgers came. <laughs> That's out. right. Dude. I'm starting to blame I'm gonna blame the impossible whopper. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nobody's going to burger. <laughs> like literally sometimes I go to Burger King just because I know there's gonna be nobody in the drive-thru. You know you'll get a fast meal. It's so fast. Uh, they're happier there. It's crazy. What happened to Burger King when we were growing up, man? That was kind of the quality joint of the fast food, you oh, know, places. Fuck you. You fell for that. That was just what you guys thought. Remember, we had to go to the one that was next to the McDonald's so I could get McDonald's. I do remember that, but we also went to that just one because so, our just cousin so the fa- there. Just so the listeners know, I always did my own thing. <laughs> You were like six years old. The whole family ate Burger King. I went. I walked my ass across the parking lot, came back with McDonald's. That's right. Yeah, you never liked and, the, the BK. And you know how I always knew I was on the right track? Oh, this God. is the story of my life. Oh, yeah. This is the story of my fucking life. All right. I'm like six years old. We're all going to Burger King. I'm mad because I want to go to McDonald's. And everybody's making fun of me. Oh, Burger King's way better than McDonald's. Why would you even want to eat that garbage? Why do you want to eat that garbage? All right, guys. And then as soon as I start walking over to McDonald's, every single person goes, hey, get me a fries. Yeah. Are you fucking, get the fuck, get your, no. No. Go fuck yourself. Good fries, man. You guys wanted that McDonald's fries. Yeah, that's why I went to McDonald's. How can any human sit there in a car with McDonald's fries and not grab a fry? And that was my victory. Is fuck you guys. I wasn't sitting there craving your Burger King, but every single one of you was craving something out of my Mickey D's, which means I was right. And kids, <laughs> always do your own thing if you know what's right. I guess so. Yeah, sure. And you probably got the Happy Meal. You, better toys at uh, McDonald's back in the day, <laughs> historically. If I remember. But Pino's the perfect example. He will always he will only go to a certain restaurant, but then always complain that they mess up his meal. stop going there i do like perpetually going to a place that pisses me off and then you get angrier and angrier about it but you just keep going it's good stuff it's like you're going out of your way to just be pissed it's great you guys keep going to burger king these fries are terrible i should have got the mcdonald's yeah just stop fucking going nope call me the path the the trendsetter (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) 
That is funny to think about, dude. I was I did that at like six years old. Yeah, to just get your own Mickey D's. And never, fast food, I changed. feel like, man, honestly, slightly better quality 30 years ago than what we're uh, dealing with nowadays. I think they figured out some formulas to give us the least actual food product mixed with whatever synthetic wood chip goo <laughs> byproduct soy thing that they're giving us, you know, and it's... Well, you know what? You know what? There's not where you gotta food. give Burger King credit. You are not even hiding the fact you're giving us like nuclear waste. You literally have surge in your fountain drinks. Yes, great call. <laughs> and I told you this a while back, but they figured out exactly who they were selling to, and they when they did the five dollar two whoppers for five bucks. That two was game over. Bucks. It's game over. I know exactly who you're peddling to at this point. And then with cheese, it's only six, dude. <laughs> for that extra dollar, you're getting like six slices of cheese. So. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if you're selling your food, this is what happened to Subway. You, if you're selling your food for that cheap, what's going on? What are you selling me? You know who you're selling to. You know who your market is, exactly. <laughs> your target audience is, is spot on. And me, on the side, I'm looking at it, I'm like, no way. There's no way I'm going to eat that. I'm not going to go there if it costs uh, that. For, uh, you know? what? See, see, they always get me with the twofers. The I look twofer. at that and I'm like, I can't pass that up. <laughs> a twofer? Oh, you're driving by. You're like, what is that, a shit sandwich? Two for Tuesday? All right, <laughs> let me pull over here. This sounds great. Double Whopper. I would never eat that piece of shit. Oh, two for five? <laughs> <laughs> so you get four Whopper patties? Oh, my God, man. Well, that's what I was talking about with the six slices of cheese where it's like a dollar more. <laughs> Because they put a slice on top and bottom and in between. <laughs> and each bag comes with a complimentary roll of Scott's toilet paper. Just for you. <laughs> Thank you, sir, and good luck for the rest of your afternoon there. And if you're smart, you just make your own little uh, tampon out of it. <laughs> sir, your change and your food and the Porter Johns are right around the corner there. <laughs> Best get in line now. It's going to take a while. <laughs> so so you've seen my lunch routine (laughs) sometimes i feel like you got a camera watching me yeah i know you too well man that's just the problem here (laughs) you know what it is i just know the aftermath of eating burger king in the middle of the day that's the worst yeah so that's why it's supposed to be a late night kind of uh, food, uh, you know, moment for you. You know that you could sleep off the aftermath. The worst, the worst is when you uh, like you're like working, <laughs> like you've, you're like mounting a toilet. <laughs> I, you mean uh, when you're about to shit or uh... yeah, like you have okay. to shit right? These toilets that are hung on the wall. <laughs> I've I've had to do it where like you're like oh my god oh my god so you just hurry up and you put the four bolts in you get it on and you just shit in it but there's no water (laughs) you know what I mean I can't handle it it's so the smell dude is so bad and then your face is like right there because you gotta fucking hook up the water to it sucks that's that's why just. Avoid the two for Tuesday uh, double whopper, folks. Are bad, <laughs> <laughs> Avoid Burger Kings on Tuesdays. That's all you gotta do. 
Frank, you showed me the errors of my two for ways. <laughs> the two for two. <laughs> Such a good deal. The problem is I always think I'm going to eat one now and eat one later, but. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing like that. You know, <laughs> leftover four hour whopper, double whopper, you're going to like cram. Oh, oh, dude, end of the yeah. day, you're stuck in traffic on the way home. A cold Whopper? Delicious. Eat <laughs> cold Whopper. Cold burrito? Even better. Yeah. I think the cold burrito's fine for some reason. I guess depending on where it's from. In oh, general. What's the difference? Cold burrito, cold pizza? <laughs> I don't know. The way the fast food cools and then stays the same forever. It... Oh, that's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> See, I got this theory. That's why I love winter because, like, we're under forty <laughs> degrees. So if I just keep, if it's in my truck, it's pretty much in the fridge, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're right. It is pretty, basically a fridge. Absolutely. So, so you get to let some cold cuts hang out for several hours, couple days. No problem. <laughs> 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 and if you do. Uh, have some waste, uh, be sure, uh, to save it, uh, because then you could send it in for testing next time you feel sick, Mike, because I think we've got the future for detecting COVID, my man. Well, the U.S. is now turning to airplanes to track potential COVID variants. Specifically, we're talking about waste on airplanes. The CDC says it's talking to airlines about the possibility of testing wastewater from flights for coronavirus. NBC News health reporter Arya Bendix joins us now with more. How does the CDC currently use wastewater to to track for and monitor COVID. Mm -hmm. So CDC has been looking for COVID in our wastewater from our homes and buildings right. since about September 2020. Now that isn't happening ever. Wait, wait, you, you've been testing my poop? Is that what you're telling me here? Oh, they've been doing that forever. Testing my poop. <clears throat> Don't you know how like every three years they're like, oh, we tested an Ebola outbreak. That's, that's how they're, they're, they test our sewage all the time. They found it in the poop. Yeah. Nice. See, Mike, you thought your job was what shitty. Did I, no, don't, you, don't you remember I told you, dude, I'll know yes. when there's a deadly pandemic. The, the plumbers are going to die first. Oh, wow. Because it'll covered in shit. It'll be there and get you, and you guys will all be uh, dropping like flies, right? Or we're just too immune from everything. Yeah, I think... So, first people <laughs> to die are going to be the plumbers' wives. Right. I've, I feel yeah. like if there is a pandemic of any kind... It's going to be the plumbers and the garbage men who survive, right? That's going to be uh, the victors. Oh, do you even want to survive in that world? What a dumb world. You know what? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a world, though, where dudes get stuff done. It'd be arena football and monster truck rallies. Arena, dude. That's XFL. Come on, man. <laughs> Which, by the way, XFL is coming back, and I encourage everyone to watch it because... Come on, it's XFL. It's freaking hilarious. You remember arena football? I do. I liked arena football. It reminded me of the scene in uh, Starship Troopers where they're... Oh, I'm fucking psycho, dude. I was just saying that. Yeah. Like, that's the closest we ever came to, like, future. Future football, which, honestly, yeah. now they should maybe kind of segue back towards that in some level. I wouldn't be opposed to a bunch of padding on the sidelines or No. You know, no, I've it, no. I always thought the, the field no. should be spring loaded like a uh 
Because <laughs> now the steroids are too good, dude. These quarterbacks are throwing at 60 yards. Have you seen the injuries going on? It's because of the grass, typically. And you're right, they are. Steroids are good. They're not testing oh, for Oh, yeah, them. that fake grass. They said that's the biggest problem. Right? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is big time against it. It's causing tons of injuries. Did I don't know if you caught the playoffs this weekend, but the Bills lost. They were supposed to be in the Super Bowl this year. They had the guy who had the heart attack in that game. They were playing the team where he uh, dropped from the heart attack. They're now in the playoffs. It's snowing. It's like a snow game. And I get snowing and football. I played football. I loved it. I love watching it. But it's playoffs. Can we play these things in the dome? Some Ooh, dome no. action. Boo. Yeah. Boo. Yes. No, play it outdoors. No. Oh, fuck the dome. I want to go back to the greatest show on turf. If anyone recalls St. Louis, when they still had a football team and the Rams were there, they had the greatest show on turf, and it was Kurt Warner just lobbing it for a 1,000 yards a game. It's awesome, man. So fun. (laughs) I like the outdoor, in the snow, in the rain. I hate the dome. I used to be all about the element games. Now I'm like, let's go dome, dude, because then dude, dome. No, because that's what throws off Vegas. That's what. That's where you get dome, the fucking though, crazy upsets. I, I'm saying dome. Then we go more the route of arena football or the future football, if you will. You'll get less injuries. You'll have so many less issues. I think it'll be a good time. I think you might as well be playing lacrosse. Because I'm saying if you do dome, you can do natural grass. You can still have the most natural grass and have the most control over the field. They have the cap- They got the capabilities now. They can do it. Sounds like you're trying to play God, Frank. I don't like it. Yeah, well, it's the modern era, Mike. I'm, you know, <clears throat> I mean, modern if we era just man. Get a better grip on the cloud seeding, can't we? Yeah, if we can increase or decrease. Let's decrease the chemtrailing. On Sundays. Right. Maybe that's why there's been so many chemtrails this year and all the cloud seeding, uh, creating all the super storms. Somebody in the uh, administration hates the bills. (laughs) I think it's pretty obvious. (laughs) It's probably Bill Clinton. They appropriated his name. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Name appropriation. Oh, my God. Have we done that yet? Has that happened yet in our society? I mean, none of them have raped any girls. This is a terrible representation of a bill. Name appropriation. I (laughs) Like, you just exploded my brains with that. Because you know what I'm thinking? Remember we covered the... uh, Little thing about Gwen Stefani appropriating Japanese culture. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, what if Gwen Stefani named her kid, like, Hiroshima-san, you know? And, like... <laughs> oh, terrible. Like, would that be named... Frank, you sounded racist just saying I it. went for the most racist-sounding thing I could think of in my head, man. And so, like, I- I'm just saying, like... Dude, that is great. 
Can I sue Jersey Mike's? <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm going after Frank's hot dogs. You're going down, you me. Sure? <laughs> <laughs> can- but we were talking about Frank is a hot dog. Oh, nice. I think uh, we could end up entering a realm where we got some celebrities getting in trouble because they culturally appropriated a name and named their kid that name. I like that. But then, like, all of our cousins would be in trouble. Has it happened yet? I don't think it has, right? Probably not. The Gwen Stefani thing was mind-blowing to me because she just passively said something about loving Japanese culture and, oh, I, I, you know, practically felt like I was Japanese. and Oh, my God, you're racist. This is unbelievable. (laughs) Cultural appropriation. Blah, 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 blah. Total insanity. Yeah. I don't know. Just saying. Look, I have a cat. His name is uh, freaking uh, Kanji. That's culturally appropriated. Oh, dude, you got to change it. Well, we changed it to Fred. Oh, that's better. <laughs> I really didn't like that hard eye at the end. That was a little too too much. It was quite the hard eye. Uh, <laughs> you know? They're all bent up in shape lately about uh, AA... Uh, I get this wrong every time. P.I. hate. Yeah. Oh, dude, I got to fucking apologize, dude. I kept saying it wrong. I was saying A.A.I.P. It sounds better, A.A.I.P. I it's because A.A.I.P. It is like this automotive group. Probably far more respected than this one. And uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> of course they are. They got less Asians. I don't want to... I'm not going to go total downer here, but there was a spat of shootings over the weekend in California. It's all over the headlines, and I'm sure all the the uh, jabronis out there are going to cover it. Um, what I found interesting, Mike, I don't know if you noticed uh, the names of the fellas who were the perpetrators of these events. Uh, they were uh, Asian-sounding, if you will. <laughs> And uh, these were uh, shootings against other Asians celebrating uh, the new year, I believe, is going on. Whatever. Lunar the, New Year. Lunar, lunar, lunar year. New Year, correct. Yeah. And so I was. Uh, I'm sorry, the Lunar Year. Oh, <laughs> and we're canceled. And so, <laughs> dude, I was, I was going through Democracy Now, and I, I didn't clip it because uh, I didn't bring enough water to the, to, uh, the oh, studio today. God, yeah. yeah, you're welcome. But Amy Goodman, right off the bat, right into both shootings, a solid five minutes on the whole thing. And uh, what I loved about it is how she closes the whole little segment. It's right here. She goes, uh, in the wake of the shooting, cities, including New York and Los Angeles, have stepped up security precautions for Lunar New Year celebrations. Fearing more violence against Asian American and Pacific Islander communities. Hmm. But this was Asian on Asian hate crime. Yeah, I know. So I know. you're stepping up awareness for the Asian communities to watch out for themselves? Watch out for your brothers. Do you see how. Re- Why would you close it? You just did an entire. St- Two headline segment on these tragic, horrific shootings, but you gotta fucking cap it off with 
And you're not saying it, but you're saying it, man. You're tossing the white supremacy shit in here. For sure. That's literally what you are insinuating with this. Oh, fearing more violence against these Asian American and Pacific Islander communities from what other communities? Well, Amy? <laughs> maybe the problem is you like grouped too many people into that community and they don't like each other. They can't handle when these shootings occur and it's the same race killing them each other. They're, They're not even the same race though. Whatever. Dude, you mean to tell me Hawaiians are the same thing? Are the same? Eth- I don't know ethnicity. Sorry, I didn't even look. It, well, you look. It's like it, the fact that they did AAPI Mike, was like. Well, Mike, uh, we need Asian Americans. <laughs> no, we're playing by their spectrum rules here. They've established the rules of the uh, ethnic spectrum, and based on their ethnic spectrum rules, all of these Asian people fall under the umbrella of Asian American and Pacific Islander. <laughs> I've said it before and I'll say it again. In that group, technically, is Bobby Lee and Dwayne Johnson. Yes. And, so those are the same people. What do you mean? And Barack? Isn't he Hawaiian? <laughs> Barack Obama. <laughs> Barack Obama is AAPI, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is insane. This is fucking insane. No, this is not. I don't know. The name, look, it's just, okay, I get it. This is a tragic thing, but why do you have that's like, to that's insist That's like, that's like the Guatemalans the attack the Hondurans. are like, we can't believe the Latino community is attacking each other. But yeah, because in America, it's the Latino community, but there's two different countries. The point is they are frothing at the mouth to have a white dude walk into a populated area with minorities and start shooting. And this, oh, they wish that would happen. This yeah. mythological, legendary killer that the leftist media is just dying to appear just doesn't fucking exist. Exist, man. Oh, he's out there. They're gonna create him. Oh, you know the FBI will create him. But he's <laughs> yes, he is. They need it to happen. I always find it interesting whenever these uh just this was a huge uh amount of shootings. I think it was like three in California, three or four, a couple others around the country. Mike, how many shootings occurred over the weekend in Chicago? How many dead? Uh, we stopped counting. Do you see what I'm saying? We talk about we it every care. year after Labor Day. Every Labor Day is a record-breaking murder weekend for Chicago. Well, and- right now there's an election, <laughs> so that means nobody. <laughs> That's right. Well, they're not reporting it. That's right. 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 There's no violence. There's nothing going on. What are you talking what about? You, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> we did see an uptick of about 50 people die from COVID. <laughs> It was really quiet on the mass shooting front, and now all of a sudden it's just, wow, right there in our faces, and every well, time... Did you see what happened with Illinois? No. Remember we had that Highland Park shooting, the parade? Yes, that is right. I totally so, uh, forgot So because that. of that, they passed this law where... Did I talk about this with the, the assault, the AR? Yeah, uh, we... Well, we breezed over it a while back. That was going to be a big move by J.B. Pritzker to ban the assault rifles. So here's what happened. They, pa- <clears throat> they passed this law. He signed it. The law says if you have what they consider an AR, then you have to, you have to register it on, a, on, a regi- on the separate registry. And every year you have to update it and pay the fine. Wow. And if you fail, and this was the kicker, this is where it was like, what the fuck? So if you fail to do it, 
they could slap you with a felony. Of course. <laughs> and then what happens when you get slapped with that felony? Now you're no longer eligible to have any of your guns. Great. Okay. So you failed to register this gu- this one gun with them, and now they can just come and take all your guns. Yeah, that's great. Uh, they're constantly looking for a way to take away the guns. This is and like do a registry. This of is like what I don't know. We're not talking about some right wing nut job conspiracy uh, love affair for the Second Amendment and my guns. Like no, this is legit stuff. They they pulled this shit in New Zealand. We just covered uh, that freak show Crypt Creeper, uh, Jardine, Ardine, or whatever her name is, stepping down. And that was one of her major milestones. And she's part of the World Economic Forum and all these weirdo secret societies. Yeah, they, they really don't want you to have guns. They do not Those want us to have guns. They do not want you to have guns. No, they don't, man. And they're going to find any loophole they can create in the law to... Take one gun and use that as an excuse to take all the others. And what's funny is, in these places like Chicago, California, with the Asian hate crimes, Mike, aren't these the places with the strictest, toughest gun laws in the country? Oh yeah. Well, no, I don't know. If, that's why I, I don't know if you saw it, but one of the problems they had was it was like twenty-eight sheriffs across the state said they're not going to enforce the law. Oh wow, this is Illinois. In Illinois. All right, man. And every one of them cited that fact that this does absolutely nothing to get rid of the gun crimes in Chicago. Those yes. are illegal guns. Yeah. Like this is this is just <clears throat> this is just going after legal gun ownership. And then it makes you wonder why are and you? And you guys are letting violence? these assholes out on no no cash yes! bail. <laughs> I know. Right. You're <laughs> taking away my right to defend myself while just like I don't know. Well, I mean, it's you're star- rewarding yeah. these guys for committing crimes, pretty much. It's starting to look like you're creating chaos on purpose. You want to take away the guns from rightful owners trying to defend their property, and then you're releasing the very criminals robbing these people who own the guns to defend themselves because you defunded the police. It takes the cops 40 minutes to come on some calls, and they only <laughs> respond to murders. You guys are literally saying, Frank, what do you need an assault rifle for with 30 rounds? Why do you need to defend your property? We have police. (laughs) Hey, Susie, make sure we defund the police. (laughs) I like how, basically, you kind of mentioned it uh, an episode ago, how essentially the cops are only showing up for shootings. It's come down to you're only going to get the cops to show up if you're dead. (laughs) <laughs> like if oh, you're yeah, dead, you're already gone. if you're dead and you've been robbed and the criminal is long gone, the cops will then arrive and clean up the scene. <laughs> That's yeah. Oh yeah, they're they not going to find out who did no, it. No, they're just going to clean it up. That's it. Unless he, unless he leaves like a Polaroid of himself committing the crime. <laughs> exactly. That's pretty wild stuff, man. And uh, Dude, I... the murder rate, the close rate <laughs> right now. I forget what they said. It's like it's. it's I think it's 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 definitely less than forty percent. Wow! Like if you murder somebody, it's like a forty percent they're gonna get you. So you have a really good chance of getting away with murdering somebody in Chicago. If if they're not white. <laughs> oh, oh, Joe Biden. 
Welcome to the show. I didn't know you were going to join us. All right. Well, this is Joe Biden's world now. So. <laughs> so this gun violence is going on in Chicago. Obviously, it's the same thing, I believe, happening in California and New York. We have a miniature version of it going on in Denver, but not nearly as bad as these places. And I do want to just dabble a little in what happened in California with a small snippet of Gavin Newsom, Mike, my favorite governor of America. And he's, uh, he sounds a little weird, so we're going to check him out. It's a little tough to hear. But I do like the questioning coming from uh, the CBS reporter on this bad boy. Well, one person who visited this community today was California Governor Gavin Newsom to offer his condolences to victims and their families. It's a disgrace. We found the governor here in Monterey Park. Not he's very hoarse. He sounds like he's got, you know. Take some ivermectin? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. oh. That's a callback. All right, so we're going to roll on with a sickly sounding Gavin. Far from the dance studio where at least 11 were killed. Nothing about this is surprising. Everything about this is infuriating. California has the strictest gun laws in the U.S. Strictest. I mean, the Second Amendment is becoming a suicide pact. But there's many people in this country that support the Second I, Amendment I, I and, are, and are lawful gun owners. Yeah, I have great respect. I have no ideological opposition to someone reasonably and responsibly owning firearms and getting background checks and being trained. Authorities say the shooter used a modified pistol with a high-capacity magazine. But how did he get a gun that's illegal in the state of exactly. California? Exactly. We'll figure it out. That's going to happen. Figure it out. There's never been, you've got to enforce laws. Things fall through the cracks, but it doesn't mean you give up. The governor also emphasized the role of mental health in incidents like these. I'm really proud of the work we've done in this space, but we've had decades of neglect in this space. But respectfully, I will submit that regardless um, of the challenges it relates to behavioral health, there's not a country in the world that doesn't experience behavioral health issues. While police are on alert in New York, San Francisco, and L.A., Newsom assured anyone celebrating they can do so without fear. Should people be worried about future celebrations? No, I, I, this is, I've been, uh, I've been to dozens and dozens of New Year's celebrations in the most safe and vibrant um, and, and events, festivities that I had the privilege to participate in. Well, California is one of the states that has red flag laws, which do allow family or friends to report anyone not fit to own a gun or buy one. The governor told us that just last year, 1,284 people were unable to buy guns due to these laws. You stopped all those people from buying guns. You have the red flag laws, the, the strictest laws in the country and then this happened yeah i think that proves it doesn't work (laughs) yes like there's nothing you're gonna do you might as well uh put mask restrictions back on you fucking imbecile because it seems like you love to and you know put in rules and laws that don't do anything it sounds it sounds like they took a bunch of guns from people i guess that's great but just like you were saying earlier with illinois man we're talking about these weird loopholes where you end up kind of just taking guns away from law-abiding citizens who rightfully should own those weapons. I'm willing to bet that happened to a lot of those people in California. You know who always talks about it? Uh, Adam Carolla, where he talks about the 
like the restaurant gets fucking closed down because it didn't pay taxes. Yes. And then and then there's like illegal guys selling flowers in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it's the same thing. It's like you put those taxes in. You tax this guy out of a business, and the guy who's not following your rules, he's the one benefiting. Right. It's the same thing with the guns. You put all these rules in, you're gonna get all the you know. I'm pretty. <laughs> Pretty sure California has a lot of very relaxed uh, criminal laws, just like they have in Chicago. Yeah, pretty sure. Oh no, no they like changed the system to just be all about the vic- the uh, the suspect, <laughs> not the victim. That's right. And I think California was a little bit ahead of Chicago in the whole revolving door for the prison system. Oh, yeah, they're always ahead of us. <laughs> That's right, man. If uh, the city's being destroyed, you can count L.A. as the front runner there. And I just think it's really interesting for Gavin Newsom to go around after this. In my opinion, man, I'm at the point with these mass shootings. This is one of the three-letter agencies. We're talking, you know, MK Ultra, uh, I think uh... it... <laughs> I always believe that's every time now we have these shootings, and especially they're one after another. They happen in clusters. It just really seems very targeted. You know, last time, the last cluster was against the LGBT, BLTQ plus sandwich community, and then it was uh, (laughs) now we're back to the Asians. Remember, we did Asians like a year and a half ago. 18 months ago, we were doing Asian hate. We dropped that. We went back to the blacks. Remember, we were dick. We were dipping into the uh, the black uh, the cops. Whoa! I never dipped in the blacks. Yeah, no. We we were dipping <laughs> newswise back into the uh, cops <laughs> violating the black people. You know when they're arresting them and the mur- but that kind of didn't work again. And yeah, so now yeah, we're, yeah. we're back to Asians now. I don't know, man. It's just I never believe it anymore at this point. I I have to say. I think this is a lot of bull. I think this is some government, uh, we need to push an agenda kind of uh, nonsense, and I really do think. See, I don't think so, because I think the Asian community, I mean, there's always a lot of shootings in the Asian communities. They just don't get reported like the black community for some reason. Because there's a lot of Asian gangs. <laughs> sure, I'll and like chalk LA, it up to New that, York. possibly. Maybe they have I mean, a lot uh, of influence. LA, Chicago. That's right, and you know what? The like Chinese in Chinatown, you got <laughs> the fucking right. Asian gangs. <laughs> And, yeah. and the Chinese have a lot of influence here in America, uh, covertly, uh, in ways that we probably aren't even aware of, right? So, a lot of that going on, but uh, I don't know. Again, I just feel like there's an interesting timing to this. When I was perusing the news this morning, you know, the headlines and what have you, they were all up in it with Biden and I think Newsom even, and all these other uh, leaders calling for a ban on assault rifles. Yeah, it's terrible. You know, guys can't even define assault rifle. But they go right into it. Do you, you know, it's yeah. like lockstep. Oh, these shootings happened. Let's talk about banning people's guns. Oh, I get it. Yeah, but no focus on the mental health. How about a little nuance? And, you know, let's put a little attention to the fact that mm. This happened in the most restricted place. You guys have the 
you have what you claim to be, you know, the template for rules and restrictions on these weapons, and yet now you have these insane massacres going on. And I'm really thinking this is all because of, like, the antidepressants and all that. Bet you that's why we're getting all these, like, mass shootings, school shootings. Man, all day, I, I we could talk about how this is an absolute result of the pharmaceutical... Uh, binging our the last two generations have been on the you know the opioids and then i think we had the lockdowns everyone's back at it but people are mentally nuts so we're gonna have a lot yeah. of shootings we made people crazy with the lockdowns and you know what really makes people crazy is going to fucking therapy like everybody's going to therapy really i didn't it's, know it's that like, was it's the, like yeah it's like uh, not dude it's not good for you it's not good to be that introspective. I can't even say it. Introspective. It's not that good to look into yourself that much. You're you know? right. That's hey, Steven Crowder. Take note, man. Stop yes. talking about yes. yourself, man. <laughs> yes, that's why it's good for men to just go work. That uh, I talked about the other episode, that movie War Machine. One of the best lines in it is he goes, uh, "Really, when men are left to their own devices, all they want to do is play with their dicks and eat chicken." (laughs) 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 Like that's true, man. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I think there's a lot of truth behind that statement. No doubt. I mean, you know, like idle hands, they do uh, the devil's work. I believe. It's the uh, devil's playground. Yeah, exactly. So we all know that, man. Nothing good yeah, comes go from to, being go, lazy. Yeah. No, go to work. Stop thinking about your stuff. Stop thinking about your problems. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a really good call. Go to work. Get out there in the world. You can meet some people, socialize, make some connections, network, and then someday you could find yourself at the top of the game Pedaling it and schmoozing with the highest players in the industry, and then it all could come crashing down, and you could become Ghislaine Maxwell. Tonight, Ghislaine Ooh. Maxwell breaking her silence, speaking from behind bars. The former close friend to the notorious Jeffrey Epstein, convicted of sex trafficking, now serving close 20 friend? years That's in prison. The title? Yeah, trafficker friend. Uh, kind of the same words, Mike. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Pedophile. Sex trafficker, child sex trafficker. Yeah, they're all synonyms, dude. Come on, man. I mean the same thing. No, Jeffrey's friend. (laughs) This is Jeffrey's friend. Like, you couldn't think of any other title to call her? (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Jeffrey's friend? You're fucking right. I didn't even catch that. That's (laughs) so They could... You know, like she... on the thi- like on the thing on the screen, it doesn't say anything about like pedophile serving twenty five years. No, it's just Jeffrey's friend, Jocelyn Maxwell. They didn't even throw in like a disgraced. A lot of times they'll be like disgraced photographer or like disgraced politician, <laughs> right? Like, not even disgraced. Something. No, just no. Jeff's friend. Friend. You know Jeff. This is friend. I think, and I don't believe we're being too extreme here. You could probably say, uh, and I know it's Elaine, but. It's spelled Gislaine and uh, e- <laughs> Gislaine Maxwell, 
former pedophile, right? I think you know, it works. I think you could do that. And you know what I just noticed, dude? We're giving more leniency to Jeff Epstein than Jeff Tubin. <laughs> they're calling Epstein Jeffrey. Tubin's just getting the Jeff. All he did was jerk off in front of people over 18. <laughs> that we know of. We don't know. We, know. we don't know what he was looking at on, on that screen. Give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> you, you spent decades trafficking young women for this fucking pervert on an island, and that's your title, Jeffrey's friend. Yeah, BFF, dude. Come on. <laughs> you know. It's- but look, what's crazy though is then like <laughs> listen to the title they'll give Tr- Donald Trump when they introduce him the former guy the disgraced former president who was found <laughs> yeah, with yeah, classified right. documents in his Mar-a-Lago home currently <laughs> being charged with espionage Donald Trump you know what you proved it right here that's how I know Trump didn't fuck no kids I know it now right yeah, yeah. Good now, call. Yeah, now yeah. you are right you nailed it they never say that about Hillary otherwise they would just call him Jeffrey's friend Trump you know Bill Clinton doesn't get that energy none of the other power oh, no, players that's just Bill right? the only one one is just, it, you know there's two people who get treated that way it's trump and kanye and kyrie and irving and <laughs> i'm starting to see a trend here i'm thinking it's and elon who has no kids on his island just fucking that other f- his wife what's his name <laughs> savage <laughs> you're definitely talking about johnny depp and johnny uh depp, yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> he's the mr savage uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude that's incredible this is jeffrey's friend <laughs> friend dude Who's that guy in the corner? Oh, let me tell you about the disgrace former president. <laughs> Not even like partner. currently being investigated for treason. You can do partner, partner in crime. Like they committed some <laughs> crimes. Like some crimes. She's in prison. Some crimes Just went a, down, man. This is Jeff's longtime, very loyal, good friend. <laughs> Acquaintance. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking friend, man. It's unbelievable. <laughs> that's the t- that's the intro. Uh, good catch, my man. Oh, this is good stuff. All right, well, we're, gonna, we're, we're jumping in, baby. Parts of the wide-ranging interview aired on the British channel Talk TV. The program saying she offered no apology to the victims, instead sending them this message. Epstein died, and, and they should uh, take, their, and take their disappointment and upset out on the authorities that allowed that to happen. Maxwell also making headlines over this photo, saying the now infamous picture showing Prince Andrew next to his sexual right there. T- oh, yeah. I don't think these, these, these girls care if Epstein's dead. They want to know what's going on with the guys that raped them. Yes. He brought them to the island. What about the guys that <laughs> raped them? All right, go ahead. I think you're onto something there. User of well, those were, those were just longtime friends. <laughs> friends! It's a fake. What's a fake? Epstein and Friends. See, it's it's like a TV show for the kids. It was on PBS after Barney. (laughs) Oh, was that one with the purple gay one? (laughs) Epstein and Friends. There's got to be some sick, weirdo, kitty-based theme song for that kind of show out there, I guarantee you. I'm sure it's got Bill Clinton in a blue dress. Well, he plays the sax for it in the background. Ah, (laughs) Yeah, that's the intro. I don't believe that. I don't believe it's real for a second. In fact, I'm sure it's not. There's never been an original. 
and further, there's no photograph. And I've only ever seen a photocopy of it. I don't believe it happened. And um, certainly the way as described would have been impossible. She also took issue with Jufri and her statements. How about you give us some dishonest. names? Her stories have changed so many times about what happens, when it happens, how it happens, with different versions. And each time she speaks, there's a different version. In response, Jufri's attorney, David Boyes, saying in part that Maxwell's attacks on his client, quote, not only illustrate her total lack of remorse or taking responsibility, but are flatly inconsistent with other things that she has said. Very sad. Jufri has also previously defended the authenticity of the photo, telling the BBC in 2019. I think the world is getting sick of these ridiculous excuses. It's a real photo. Jufri and her attorneys reached a settlement with the prince last February after a years-long effort to take him to court. Of the dozens of women who accused Epstein of abuse, some testified that Maxwell recruited them initially to give massages to the billionaire. But then they were sexually abused. I uh, spent the last 17 years in my own prison for what she, Jeffrey, and all the co-conspirators did to me. I was raped repeatedly. I was raped three times a day sometimes. Maxwell, who will be in her 80s when released from prison, expressed regret for her association with Epstein, but not for her actions. I obviously wish I'd never met him. You know, looking back now, I probably wish I had stayed at, in England. Ghislaine Maxwell notably does not apologize to her victims. She's actually seeking an appeal of her sentence, and to acknowledge that there was any wrongdoing would undermine the success of that appeal. She's currently serving 20 years in that federal prison, and when it comes to federal sentences, there's no getting out early for good behavior. She only got 20 years? Yeah, what the fuck is... Yeah, dude. Am I, like, missing something here? No, or, like, this is... Did... Did uh, this whole Epstein Island thing become public knowledge and then this lady got a slap on the wrist and we have no idea if the perpetrator died or not because they shut off the cameras and the guards fell asleep? And, <laughs> and, and you're telling me that nobody throughout this entire process has any information about who was fucking these kids? It's not even a joke or like some Alex Jones conspiracy. That is the story they are holding <laughs> to. The cameras turned off and the guard fell asleep. <laughs> That is like the that is that is the that is the actual story. <laughs> the problem is they were listening to a Lex Friedman pro uh, podcast. You know, they're just a. Uh, ah, right hey out, man, yeah. Adam. Yeah, I he, fell asleep he, too. He, I almost he, crashed the other day. He was interviewing Brett Weinstein from uh, Dark Horse. Oh and, uh, my yeah, god! They knocked them both out, man. Talk <laughs> about a twofer. <laughs> twofer. Oh yeah. That's a two for one ambient right there, dude. <laughs> And we know you love your twofers, man. <laughs> oh, dude, this is so unreal. So the only person to really serve any time is getting 20 years. Well, Epstein died. I... Yeah, I mean, my first question to that girl, you died. got raped three times a day. Was it by Jeffrey or his <laughs> or his friend over there? Okay, well, then maybe we should go find out who was raping this girl three times a day. So that's the interesting element here. These ladies never really seem to spill any beans or names. The one guy, Prince Andrew, everybody knows, 
he almost seems to me like he was so repulsive and disgusting that... And he was untouchable. That's why. Well, I, I feel like even the monarch was like, this guy's so gross, let's just make him the sacrificial lamb, and they just sent him out to the wolves. We don't want them to know what Charles did, so... <laughs> exactly. We don't want them to know what the queen did before she dies. That's really... <laughs> yeah, that's what they gotta hide, man. If they're grossed out by that... Oof. <laughs> so this is... Pretty interesting yeah, imagine the queen. stuff. <laughs> Gross, man. If they're worried about an island with kids. Imagine if they find out what we did with our slaves. <laughs> Look, dude. Oh, great call. And by in the way, Indi- yeah. in India, oh, <laughs> seriously, that's a great call. The queen was still around. Like she was queen. Oh, she was the queen. She, she was fucking queening at that time, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, she was who queen. knows what she was doing with those fucking slaves? Holy shit, man! I never thought that's all oh, good call. How did she survive the woke movement? This. World is fucked up, man. Great call, dude. I think I she was a white lady. A white man would have never survived. <laughs> would have been me too all up and down India. <laughs> wow. Largest class action lawsuit. 800 million women. They say what killed the queen, actually, is she saw that they were releasing the movie uh, The Woman King. She had a heart attack right there. <laughs> Mike, it's nominated for Oscars. Oscars! Shut the fuck up. Oscars! Oh, yeah, dude. four people saw it. Why not? Oh, Mike, you have no idea. This I can't wait, man. I am I'm sleeping. I'm taking off work, sleeping in, so I can be ready and awake for the Oscars this year. I'm You think Willie's gonna win for emancipation? I think this will be the most, and I'm bringing it back, baby orgiastic woke experience of our entire lives <laughs> that's for sure orgiastically will smith woke. wins an award no there will be no will smith but i do no believe chris rock will be there and there will be a he will make a fantastic joke about it i think they give i think he gives will smith an award i think will smith is banned from the event i'm not going to lie oh not from not from zoom <laughs> Frank, you can oh, never yeah. keep a black man down. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You keep only you, Al Franken. You contend that he's gonna appear via Zoom with Jimmy, uh, one of the Jimmys in the back. One of the Jimmys, maybe even Zelensky. Oh, Zelensky! <laughs> Dude, they're gonna do like a telephone, like a telethon thing. <laughs> We're like, every time they get a million dollars, he's going to slap Will Smith. I guarantee, now that I'm running my mind through it, and I haven't looked it up, but I bet you Zelensky wins an Academy Award. For his his acting as president during a war? (laughs) Yes, yes, absolutely. (laughs) It's better than anything Hollywood's put out. Well, they can't. Uh, they wanted to give it to his sleeves, but you can't award it to an inanimate object. So, uh, Actually, it goes Frank, to him. good call. The highest grossing movie of 2022, The Ukraine War. <laughs> it's raked in $100 billion. <laughs> and 10% went to the big guy. Went Never to the big forget. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Hunter. <laughs> He's a good boy. The smartest man I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. shit dude 
Yeah, man. So I uh, I see Z winning an award because uh, I believe there are a few, if not one, documentary about what's going on over there. I think even Sean Penn did it. And so Can I throw a curveball. Oh yeah. I don't think Z, but Z's makeup artist. Ooh, they've done, they've done a great job. That team, <laughs> the special, the, spe- the special effects team around him. I, they may not be around. <clears throat> I uh, read today that Z fired a bunch of people and they got rid of a bunch of high-ranking officials and they're cleaning house because of corruption and they didn't want to send the message to all the countries sending them money that there's any kind of corruption going on. Hmm. <laughs> That's right. Frank, are you trying to tell me that this country that was full of corruption two weeks before Russia invaded and that we sent them $100 billion is now corrupt? <laughs> no, it's not corrupt. They got rid of the bad apples yesterday. They're gone. <laughs> yeah. The bad apples are gone, Mike. No, 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 they gave them bags of cash and then they fled the country. <laughs> no, dude, it's impossible. They made a huge announcement. They cleaned the house, baby. It's just Z and the mooks, the good mooks. <laughs> the good mooks. <laughs> oh, mook three and seven. I didn't like those other guys in between. I didn't trust them. They were they were pinching some dough on the side, you know, stuff in their pockets. Mook one was getting too fat during this war. <laughs> I watched that guy gain sixty pounds.